Hello, and uh, welcome back to the Bears 24-7 podcast. Uh, it's been a minute, you know. Uh, I took, I'm going to take down all my old podcasts and start fresh with uh, this podcast being the first. Um, so to everybody new, um, welcome to the Bears 24-7 podcast. On this podcast, uh, I like to talk about uh, roster moves, um, preview games, recap games, um, talk about personnel changes, which is obviously what uh, what this one's going to be about. As uh, everybody saw, Matt Eberflus is now the head coach of the Chicago Bears, and Ryan Poles is the new general manager of the Chicago Bears. So I'd like to start off this podcast by uh, by kind of uh, talking about who Ryan Poles is and who Matt Eberflus is. So Ryan Poles was the executive of college scouting with the Chiefs. He worked his way up from the very bottom um, through multiple regimes. So he's been there. He's done it. Uh, and, and multiple GMs liked him enough to keep him around, and he got promoted pretty much every year he was there. Um, actually, before he even became uh, part of the Chiefs, he was uh, on uh, the Bears practice squad in 2008. So, uh, you know, he has a Chiefs background. He comes from a winning culture. He was he was instrumental in the Mahomes draft as in 2017, 2016, 2017, I think, uh, when they drafted Patrick Mahomes. Um <clears throat> He was the uh, executive of college scouting, and so he was, you know, the main guy who uh, helped lead them in the direction of taking Mahomes. Um, he was an offensive lineman at Boston College. He blocked for Matt Ryan. You know, obviously, like I said, got signed undrafted by the Bears. Um, so, so he's really good at uh, drafting and identifying talent on the offensive line. Um, and he's already quickly worked to bring in a head coach and now very close to bringing in assistant GM, which will be kind of a new position for the Bears. They uh, haven't really had an assistant GM, which has kind of been a problem, in my opinion, because uh, I feel like we're missing out on like uh, differing opinions, which I think is very vital in a successful business or a successful team like the Bears hopefully are. Uh, I think that having an assistant GM with budding opinions can sometimes help. Um, make decisions. Um, so Ian Cunningham from the Eagles uh, is most likely, barring anything else, going to be the assistant GM of the Bears. He's uh, pretty highly regarded um, as a GM. Not as a GM, but uh, where his position is right now. And he, uh, It'll be nice to have him working next to Ryan Poles. And obviously, uh, Ryan Poles uh, interviewed Matt Eberflus, liked what he saw, and, and now Matt Eberflus is, is part of the Bears. Uh, Matt Eberflus uh, runs a 4-3 defense, kind of different uh, than what we've been seeing recently with the 3-4 defense that the Bears have been running. Um, I think this will uh, this will elevate, obviously, uh, Roquan to the next level. He will probably be the weak side backer, uh, kind of playing like the Lance Briggs role. Uh, runs Roquan. All he has to do is lose a little bit of weight to play that well, and uh, wow, he's going to be really good. And speaking of Roquan as a linebacker, uh, Matt Eberflus quickly worked to bring in Dave Berganzi, uh, linebacker's coach, turned Darius Slander kind of into what he is today. Very good at uh, helping linebackers. So Roquan uh, is only going to continue to get better, which is a scary thought for the rest of the league. Um, you know, Robert Quinn is going to fit very well in a 4-3 defense. It's kind of what he had a 19 sacks, I believe, with the Rams in a 4-3 defense. He loves having his hand in the dirt. Uh, perfect for him. Mac, uh, he's played in the 4-3 before, uh, had a really good season uh, in a 4-3. Uh, but now he's getting older. Injury risks are, are uh, definitely evident in Cleo Mac's career. So I, I could definitely see uh, Mac getting injured more in this because uh, he'll, he'll probably be on the left side uh, having a tight end chip him a lot. 
you know, getting double teamed a lot. It's going to take a big, uh, going to be a detriment to his health, uh, probably. But, uh, you know, we ha- we'll have to wait and see, just like we have to wait and see if Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus are going to be good at their jobs. We don't really know yet. It's just all speculation at this point. Don't buy into what anybody is saying right now because no one truly knows what these guys are going to bring to the table. Um, but the uh, biggest pushback right now with Matt Eberflus is him being a defensive coach. And as uh, I saw this as a problem as well, I kind of uh, – I like to have an open mind when it comes to a lot of things, and this was one of those things here. Um, I think that the OC hire is is equally as important, if not more important, than uh, the head coach hire itself. So, you know, I like to go over a few uh, OC candidates. As I actually as I'm filming this, there's been a lot of steam picking up with one of them, which I will get to. Uh, but starting off, I like Mike McDaniel. You know, he's from the Shanahan tree, which it was rumored. That Eberflus is going to look at the Shanahan tree. Uh, he's a he's pretty. He's like 41, I believe. You know, really good mind, uh, good personality, great interviews. By the way, if anybody wants to watch something, he has great interviews. He's smart, and he and and uh, he'd move laterally, and people would be like, "Why would he move laterally from a 49ers team that's had so much success to a Bears team that well has not had that success?" And he would have autonomy over play calling with the Bears, which I feel like is a thing with a lot of these guys. I'll go over here. So I, Mike McDaniel is probably my number one. Uh, I like Mike McDaniel a lot. I've been on that train for a little bit now. Um, I wouldn't even hate it if he was our head coach this year. I don't think he's ready yet. But I wouldn't have hated that either. So like having him as OC, he'll be a head coach in a few years. Uh, but I would love to have him. Number two, I'd like to you know talk about Joe Brady. Um, Trace Armstrong is the agent for Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles. Joe Brady, his agent is also Trace Armstrong. So it's very likely that he could be in here. You know, I was at LSU, and then he was at uh, he was with the Panthers recently. Got fired, which some people might see as negative, but he. I mean, before Darnold got hurt, I mean, he was looking like a stud in in Joe Brady's offense. I think Joe Brady's a talented play caller, and I think we could we could see him uh, possibly. And then uh, my number three here is uh, Pep Hamilton. Uh, obviously, he's been with the Bears. I think in 08, 09. Uh, he's recently been with the Chargers, Texans, whatever. He's been uh, – he got interviewed actually today, or he's going to be interviewed tomorrow, I believe, as I'm filming this Friday, um, for the OC position. And as I don't think he'll be the uh, the OC, I, I would definitely love to have him as uh, as quarterback's coach. He was quarterback's coach for uh, Davis Mills, Justin Herbert. You know, he made Davis Mills look very good this last year. Obviously, Justin Herbert is just a stud in his own right. So Pep Hamilton would be great as a quarterbacks coach. As an OC, I'd be a little more skeptical, but I would not complain about that. I think he'd be a very talented OC. I think he fits better as an as a quarterbacks coach. But uh, I'd take him at either one. Other one is Mike Kafka from the Chiefs. Not a huge fan on this. Um, he's obviously connected to Ryan Poles. He's part of the Andy Reid tree. But my thing with him, he's never solely called plays. Same thing with Matt Nagy. He never solely called plays either. So I'd like to stay away from Matt Kafka, but I wouldn't be completely opposed to it. There's some upside there, but he's also kind of old, you know. Um, the only positive really with him would be Fields doesn't have to lo- uh, learn a completely new playbook. So, but the big one here is Luke Gitsy. He's a passing game coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. I know nobody likes Packers, but gotta admit they're talented. They got a lot of good coaching over there. As Daniel Hackett, who I'm still undecided on. I don't really think he's gonna be a great coach, but. Uh, whatever helps get Rodgers out of the division. But, uh, yep, 
Uh, Nathaniel Hackett is a part of the Broncos now. And Luke Gitsey is their passing game coordinator, as I previously alluded to. Uh, he helps take away from the Packers, obviously. Uh, and there's been high praise from him throughout their, their organization, from Rodgers, from others. Um, and again, the Packers would not be able to block this move because they would have to upgrade him to OC. The OC position is a promotion, sorry. So they cannot block him from going to the Bears. And the same thing with Pep Hamilton. They could, he'd be a make a lateral move to the Bears, but they could not do they could not block that either because the Texans fired David Coley, which lets him be able to move laterally wherever he wants to move. And I think the perfect combination here, my dream scenario, is Luke Gitsy at offensive coordinator and Pep Hamilton as as quarterbacks coach. And I think this would work good because I think in a few years, depending on how Luke Gitsy does with the Bears, he will 100% be a head coach for somebody. And I think Pep Hamilton under him as quarterbacks coach, learning a little bit more about Luke Gitsy. I think uh, Pep Hamilton would make a great offensive coordinator right after Gitsy gets hired somewhere else. Uh, Gitsy is probably my number two right behind Mike McDaniel. And uh, Gitsy runs an offense similar to Mike McDaniel as he's kind of part of the Shanahan train away. He's not really – he doesn't have direct ties to Shanahan. But his uh, the Packers offense is pretty similar to the Niners. A little more air raid there because of Rodgers, obviously. But this lets Eberflus – Eberflus is really like the Shanahan trade spend rumor. So running a Shanahan type offense seems to be what he wants, and Luke Gitsy would run that for him. And my last one is uh, I don't know his first name. I don't really care enough. It's Patulo from the Eagles. He's their passing game coordinator. After Eberflus was hired, uh, Rappaport put out a thing. This was like the number one name he put out there right away. A lot of Bears fans reacted to it, as I did. Uh, I'm not a fan of it, obviously. I mean, the Eagles just like when they did pass, they were good. But that's the thing. They just I don't know. I don't want him. Um, Obviously, I'm a very optimistic Bears fan, though. So if we hired him, I would find a way to get hyped over him. But I, I just don't like that right away. Um, whichever of these guys, I think it'll definitely be one of these six guys. Whichever one that they pick, they have to hit on it. Because the development of Justin Fields is vital to the Chicago Bears' success for now and the future. It is very, very vital to the Bears' success. They have to hit this OC higher. More than they had to hit the head coach higher. More than they had to hit the... GM hire. The number one thing is developing Justin Fields for this football team if they want to have success in the future. Quarterback is the most difficult position in all of sports to play, and they have a very talented one here, and they cannot screw this up like they have in the past. Moving on from the OC hires, though, the Bears, this is confirmed, have now hired cornerbacks uh, coach James Rowe, who followed, uh, he followed Eberflus from the Colts to here. I, I like James Rowe a lot. I think James Rowe he did very good with the with turning Xavier Rhodes' career uh, back around. I think he was very, very instrumental in that. And uh, Kenny Moore has taken steps forward in his career. I like Kenny Moore. Uh, Blackman's looked very good there. They, they, they know how to get the most out of their secondary, and I think he's a very big part of that. And and I really do like James Rowe. I'm happy with that hire. I think it's only going to make Jaden Johnson better, which, by the way, Jalen Johnson is better than Javon Diggs. I don't care. I think he's better. Uh, maybe not right now, but I think he will be better. Um, and I think James Rowe is going to get that out of him. Um, but going, sticking with the defense here, since Eberflus was the defensive coordinator, he will. St- I mean, obviously, he won't be calling the defensive plays here because he'll be more focused on the three phases of of the team. So for DCs, uh, a few guys I put together here are Lovey Smith. Obviously, I would love to have Lovey back on the team. Uh, just you know, uh, Lovey was always known for having a. Uh, 
a great locker room, and he could really help you know the locker room stay together. He always ran a four three. Play uh, old players love him. New players would love him just as much. Lovey's very highly respected, and I think he deserves this uh, this chance. Uh, another one's Rod Marinelli. I think Rod Marinelli. He's a Raiders D line coach right now. Obviously, coached for the Bears for a little bit, uh, with the Cowboys for a little bit. And Eberflus actually got all of his inspiration from Marinelli. He uses like the loafs. If anybody knows what those are, the loafs. That was a Lovey Smith thing, Rod Marinelli thing, and now an Eberflus thing. Bringing that back to the Bears. Marinelli has actually complimented Eberflus lately um, about his defense, and he's very happy he got this job. I think Marinelli is very good, and I think Marinelli as our defensive coordinator would be very nice. Uh, another one here is uh, Dave Borgonzi. Eberflus, obviously, as I alluded to earlier, brought him over with him from the Colts. He's a linebackers coach. And I think Dave Borgonzi uh, might end up being our DC. I could definitely see it. Uh, just, you know, because he's so close with Eberflus, obviously. I would like him more as just another linebackers coach, like he was in, in Indianapolis. But I would be okay with him as a DC, I suppose. Uh, I would still love Lovey, uh, Rod Marinelli. Those guys are great. Um, it sucks that we're going to have to lose to Sean Desai because I know some people weren't very high on Sean Desai, but I thought Sean Desai was fine. I thought towards the end of the year, he really, really showed out. And obviously, I'm very excited for him to get a job somewhere else. He just does not run a 4-3, so he obviously will be fired. But uh, I do wish him success, and uh, he'll he'll be fine wherever he goes. Um, a little bit of a weird one here, but this is uh, special teams. We lost Chris Tabor to the Carolina Panthers. Kind of figured he was a naggy guy. Um, but the deal has not been closed on yet, I don't believe. Uh, but Rich Biasachi, if I'm saying that right, hopefully, is rumored to be the next Bears special teams coach if the Raiders decide to not bring him on as their next head coach. He obviously was their interim coach after Gruden's uh, after Gruden got fired. He led the Raiders to the playoffs. I think uh, Biasachi is a very good coach. Um, I think that he de- maybe deserves not a whole coaching job, but maybe something higher up than a special teams coordinator. But if he wants to come to the Bears on a special teams coordinator, then uh, then obviously I would be just fine with that. And uh, recently, about 10 minutes before I started recording this podcast, um, Brian Dable was hired by the New York Giants. And, uh, you know, I was uh, very high on uh, Brian Dable uh, when he was, uh, you know, being uh, looked at by the Bears. I thought he was obviously a very talented offensive mind. I'm okay with Eberflus. Um, but I, I think Brian Dable uh, will struggle um, with Brian Dable. Um, I think the Giants will struggle with Brian Dable. I, I think that's – I don't know if I said that or not. I'm kind of zoning out here. But Brian Dable, it's going to be very hard to make just uh, Daniel Jones Sorry, look good. Uh, it's uh, Daniel Jones just is not that special of a of a quarterback. I think Daniel Jones will have an up uh, an uptick in his rushing yards as a Josh Allen. Uh, Dable used, knows how to get Josh Allen out of the pocket, get him to run. Um, but I th- I think the Giants will struggle, and I think it'll make Brian Dable look bad when the Giants suck again. But everybody knows it's not really his fault. Daniel Jones just isn't the answer. But I think Brian Dable's a a, a pretty good coach. Um, and uh. Oh, I forgot to talk about this earlier. Bill Callahan for our offensive line would be great. Uh, Bill Callahan is a very talented offensive line coach. Uh, I think he is uh, – I think he'd be a great hire. I think Eberflus is doing a great job so far with all these rumors of who's going to fill out his uh, 
his staff with. I, I that was one of my things with if we we're going to hire Dan Quinn. Was Dan Quinn's been pretty good in the past about putting out a pretty good staff. Eberflus, we didn't really know where his, how good his connections were, but so far so good. All these rumors, if they end up being true, uh, would definitely be uh, very good. And I I think the thing about Eberflus is. We haven't had accountability in the Bears since uh, Nagy was hired. I think that was the biggest thing that we always struggle with is no one had accountability. And I think Eddie Jackson is the prime example of that. I love Eddie Jackson. Um, I think Eddie Jackson is still a very talented safety. I just think he'd have anybody there to check him or anybody there to keep him in check. Uh, and I think Eberflus will do a great job of that because my Eberflus is, is known notoriously for being pretty ruthless. Like he's not going to hide anything back. You know, he's going to give you detailed answers. He's going to tell you what needs to be said you know he's not going to do matt matt Nagy. we need to find the wise little sugarcoat uh, i think this is a Eberflus will get the best out of eddie jackson especially in this 4-3 i i think uh this will be very good uh for eddie jackson's development um just circling back quickly to the oc hire i just want to reiterate how important this is but also what i think the perfect combination is here if they can get luke Getze at offensive coordinator with pep hamilton as their quarterbacks coach. I think that would be perfect. Uh, I think that's a perfect combination for Fields. You have a guy with Pep who's going to be right next to Fields' uh, side through every step of the way and help him every step of the way. And I think Luke Gitsy will call a very good game. You know, he's worked with Rodgers, which doesn't mean anything uh, specifically, but I think he knows a good offense. I think he'll be able to run a good offense as the sole play caller. And uh, I'm excited for this Bears season, you know. Uh, I hope that uh, this isn't a big letdown. Eberflus isn't a good coach and Poles isn't a good general manager. It'll be hard to tell right away, but you can get a pretty good feel. Um, and I think it's it's too early to be overly optimistic. I think it's too uh, too early to be way down on the hires. You don't really know yet. You know, you, you have to see. Everybody thought Nagy was a good hire, and obviously that wasn't. Everybody thought Ryan Pace was a pretty good hire. Obviously, it really wasn't. So we really just have to wait and see and. And hope we get lucky because we all know the Bears do not know what they're doing when it comes to getting a uh, a good coaching staff. Uh, because the McCaskies, it all starts at the top, and, and let's say the McCaskies might be the worst owners owners in the league. Um, and uh, with this podcast about to cap off, I'd like to just you know talk about a few things. Um, I have a Twitter. If anybody uh, wants to go follow that, listening to that, it's uh, Isle Desumu Fan Club. Obviously, I'm a Bulls fan as well. Um, and uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start uh, doing col- my own columns. Uh, and uh, if I have a column out by the time I post this, I'll have it in the in the caption of this podcast. But if not, it'll be in the caption of the next one. I'm also doing a podcast with my friend. He's a Vikings fan. If you want to listen to that, we've already made a few. Plan on making one tomorrow as well. It's the Let's Talk NFL podcast. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, we both love football. We both love talking about football. So. You know, I'm going to try to pump out a lot more videos or a lot more podcasts, I should say. Um, I'd like to get two a week, maybe three a week. It's going to be a little tough over the off season, but as soon as one of these, like to say, Luke Gitsy gets hired tonight, tomorrow, I plan on making another podcast uh, talking about Luke Gitsy. It would be probably a shorter one, but I'm excited for the future of this podcast, and I hope to keep making good content. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and hopefully tune into the next one. See you guys later.